Welcome to the Builders Podcast, episode 140. Chris Ward, building a business that supports your life and doesn't consume it. Before we jump into this episode, please subscribe to this podcast, hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube, and after a listen, please give us a thumbs up, like, and share if we've earned it. With your help, we can reach more people and deliver these valuable from the trenches lessons to those that need it. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another The Builders. Today, we are joined by Chris Ward. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks, Matt. I'm pumped to be here. Uh, So Chris is an author, a podcaster, a coach, and a speaker. And I hear she is a team building and systems strategist. Is that accurate? That's the rumor. All right. So today it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about some of, you know, as business owners, entrepreneurs, one of our favorite topics is being productive, time management, all that fun stuff, uh, and teams, which I'm excited about as well. We can dig into that a little bit uh, because I have a team and they play a big role in it getting stuff done. So, but on this podcast, when we have somebody on for the first time, we like to dig into your story, get to know you a little bit, Chris, and uh, you can uh, share your short version, your long version, whatever you feel is going to be interesting and talk about who, you know, what influenced you, how you ended up being this great person you are today doing what you're doing and uh, what that journey was like, et cetera. Okay. Well, way to oversell me, Matt. All right. (laughs) So I started my business like 14 plus years ago as, you know, working in marketing, helping people with their messaging. And the first couple of years I was in business, I worked insane hours. Like my husband said, I was always stealing from sleep, getting up earlier and earlier, staying later and later. And so I was told about the two-year mark that I was starting to lose some of my charm. (laughs) And so I realized then like, oh my gosh, the people that are cheering me on the most, you know, he was my biggest fan and I'm and now I'm becoming, you know, I'm exhausted all the time. I'm coming be short with people. And so I just realized that could not be. So I literally went from working 16 hours a day down to six. Now that did not happen overnight. That's a story on its own, but know this. Um, luckily I did that because it was a few years after that, that my husband was diagnosed with colon cancer mm. and I was pulled away from the business for about two years. And when I returned after his passing, my existing clients had no idea of my ab- the absence. They, I mean, they just, it was, it's not something we made public. We were, navigated his journey in a way that was very positive. So we just didn't share that kind of information. The local business community didn't know, no one knew. So they started to come to me under the capacity of the fragility of life saying, Hey, Like if you could do that, maybe you could help me get to my kids' soccer games and stop ignoring my friends and family and working on these crazy hours. So I started to work with them under that capacity. And one thing led to another, and I realized really quickly that a lot of the people that needed my help the most were people that looked good on paper. They were online. Maybe they had a book, a podcast. They were doing all these amazing things, but they were still working way too many hours for where they were at this point in their journey. And so that's when I realized, oh my gosh, you know, it's so important because life does have interruptions, you know, and things happen. And so you want a business that supports your life instead of consuming it. And so that's where I realized, hey, let's write this book so that we can reach more people that, you know, 
are isolated. And then we started the winter circle and where my clients tell me, you know, the winter circle club that they get 25 hours back a week within the first month of working with us. And, and we start helping them build their team and their super toolkits and it just be a game changer so that they can have fun in their business and all the things that they thought they were going to have when they started this journey. Interesting. So what did you do? So, so you wrote the book, we're going to rewind, you wrote the book, you were teaching people, you're doing, doing that. Um, so how did you do so what, what were you doing when you were, uh, before when your husband, uh, I was doing marketing, you were doing marketing. So how did you yeah. get into that? I'm curious, like what, what was the interest? Were, well, you, in way were you in corporate or were you, I'm just curious well, how you got into this. You know what? I always had a business mindset. I just didn't know that I had that. Right. So like, you know, when I was babysitting at 13, I had all these packages and, you know, if they rebooked and there, and I wouldn't eat the chips they left behind. Cause that would cut into the, what I thought was their overhead. They were paying me now they're paying for chips. And so I had a business mind. I just didn't understand it. I didn't understand what it was. And so, you know what, I slowly over time just started doing different things that turned into business adventures that then at one point I'd make a choice between, you know, uh, what I was doing for a living career to the business. And one thing just led to another and that's how I got into marketing. And, and then I spent a significant amount of time learning, training, spending money on it. And, and I still obviously use it to this day. And with some aspects of my clients in the winter circle, we still, I can't ignore my marketing brain. So they kind of get a two for one with me. <laughs> But yeah, that's a whole nother story. We need a Netflix six part series to go that way back. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to go through every detail. I, yeah. I know I've got a complicated life too. But it's it's interesting how things though, like that background probably informs what you're doing today. Like you said, you're kind yeah, of very much. all that marketing background. It's like for me, like I, I do web design development. That's our core, you know, and what we do. But I have a marketing background as well. So I did internet marketing for like a decade and sales before that. And um, so when I talk to a client or I talk to a marketing team, um, we, there's some synergy there. We can, you know, I can translate yeah. their vision, what they're, I know what they're talking about and uh, work well together. So interesting. So you are, so what, what was the, so you were, I'm curious about the book decision. Everyone, okay. everyone uh, chooses to write a book for, well, for, Different reasons, but a lot of times it's for authority or establishing your authority, establishing uh, your expertise, and then leveraging that to do other things. Is that basically what you did? Is you know who? No, I really just wanted to help people. To help I people. just realized that you know what, take all the emotion out of my story, and I would returned if I had returned to a business that was failing. The reality is, I lost an income, and so that would not have been the time for me to be trying to whip up a resume do a job search, try to be charming in an interview and learn a new job. And I just realized how, you know, that this grinding it out and thinking once you get past that next thing, you know, that mentality is very scary when life has interruptions. And when people would try to bestow sympathy upon me, I'd say, look, this, everybody is something. This is my something right now. And if I didn't have the things that we had set up that I didn't know were so important, like the, the concept of what we call a win team, your what is next team so you can get to what is next, I would have been in a very painful and difficult situation. So I just wanted people to understand business should be fun. It should support your life instead of consuming it. And by God, there is an easier way to do it than, you know, working 16 hours a day because you think you're giving your blood, sweat and tears to your business, but you are offering your business and your clients 
a very limited version of your capabilities because you're exhausted and you're juggling and you're dealing with all these things. So I just thought it would just, the world would be a better place if we, I literally every day get up and I am going, oh my gosh, it feels so good to be rested. Like I feel like I had a friend who drank back in their youth and they said, they still get up and say, oh my gosh, it's so good not to be hungover. Like I, they still appreciate that. And I, that's how I feel about sleep. It's like, well, those years that I was just like push and push. And once you get past this next thing, which I would tell all of you, when you hear yourself say, well, once I get past this next thing, ding, 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 that's an alarm for you because there, there's always going to be something, yeah. right? And if you can't drive a steady course on that because you're always interrupted by that next thing, or once you get caught up or caught up on this or caught up on that, man, you're grinding it out and there's an easier way. I'm always interested in what drives people. Like I always, I'm always curious, like what, so I, I love it. I have a lot of a great guests on this podcast that people are making a difference for some reason at some, some point, some clicked and they said, yeah, I want to help people. Or they see, I had a recent guest on, he was, he was at a, he was listening to somebody speak on stage and the, the person was giving terrible advice, financial advice. And he's like, and it just bothered him. It's kept him up all night. And the next in the middle of the night you decide this is my thing this is what i need to do i need to help people give them the right information take all those years of experience and give back and and because uh, he saw people were going to be harmed by this thing and i'm listening to you and something along the way clicked and you said these all these entrepreneurs there's business people people out there doing whatever um there's a lot of people that are burned out they're working too much. They don't have a life. And uh, which, you know, sometimes, you know, I even joke around sometimes as an entrepreneur, I, you know, I don't have a life. <laughs> you know, this is my life. Um, but but you're you have you're on the path to, to solve that for people, which is awesome. And that's why the book came about, because uh, it's a great way to help people. Um, so interesting. So, yeah. So as a business person myself, so let's pivot to this. You know, I. Obviously, I work a lot, but I'm not. I don't get burned out. I don't feel like I'm burned out. I have a good balance in my life. I take breaks. I listen to my body, and all that. Um, what are you know? Kind of what is your thing? Like from the book or whatever. What is? What do you think? Everyone knows they need to be doing this. They need to you know have a you know a better uh, better productivity. They need to uh, manage their time better. They need to, how do, how do you talk to this, somebody that is, is in that place where they're just, they're a mess and they don't know what to do. Maybe they don't even know. I know that maybe we should hire a team. Maybe I need help. Where do they start? Yeah. So really it's not about, I often say it's not about managing time because we all, I, I did that for years too. I was trying to outrun the clock. It's racing time. So it's really about managing your energy and increasing your output, right? So that you can be as clear and productive at three o'clock in the afternoon and do a deep dive on some content or be creative or anything you want to do instead of just constant that adrenaline rush of reacting and trying to chase the clock. So what I would say is, first of all, we call this the three D's. I would talk about the most painful thing for your business is the three D's. And what happens is when you're trying to do this by yourself is that you're, you're damn, you're the most damaging overhead for your business. So what happens is let's say you could sell a product mat for a hundred bucks 
and you know, your services or what have you. So every time that you're trapped in the web of admin and you're not bringing in that hundred dollar package, you're charging your company a hundred bucks an hour, right? That's the difference. So you're the most damaging overhead for your business. Then I go to, you know, delayed income. What happens if you get a client in June that you could have gotten January? How much does that cost your company? And if they could have referred you to one person, right? And then the most painful of them all is diminishing overhead. When sorry, diminishing opportunity. When somebody says, oh my gosh, Matt, I wish I had known you did that. I just hired someone and we're locked in. I didn't know because you're too busy caught up in all the pre and post work of your service and, you know, chasing the busy monster of admin that you're not out there. And so damaging overhead, delayed income, diminished opportunity really costs your business so much more than you possibly understand. And so we do work in the window circle about, you know, creating your win team. We do find hire and bring on board for you and show you how to create leaders, not VAs and just outsourcers and people that you mm. do, you dump admin tasks on or that you delegate to because the delegation, the work still comes through you, right? Or that you diminish their capabilities because you just, you know, you're dumping all this tasks on them and you just have them chasing really limited admin stuff. So it does... It really is a game changer. As my clients tell me in the winter circle, they get 25 hours back a week within the first month of working with us. So starting to build a team that's unbelievably affordable, we're talking five, six us dollars an hour. Like that's crazy, right? So starting to build a team, you know, when you work with us in the winter circle, we also then continue with whoever we found for you. And they are in our win team leadership program that we meet monthly. There's all these things there because it's not just about having admin help. It's, it's having little CEOs of their own department. So having a win team, putting some, what we call super toolkits in play, which are like systems and processes on steroids that kind of takes care of everything itself. So yeah, not only can you avoid burnout, but you can continue to make more money in less time. So don't beat yourself up. Don't be talking about your character flaws. Don't be doing all that. Just understand you, you just don't have things set up to support you. Right. So I, I love this. I just heard this recently to somebody else on this podcast. We were talking about this where they had gone out and basically the, all their management team was all people they she had hired in-house um, or hired along the way and they became leaders. And that's something I feel like I'm transitioning into right now. Like I've, I've got a really great team. Um, and, and, and they pretty much are autonomous. A lot of times they're doing their thing, you know, um, uh, independently. And, but I'm still a little bit involved with that and stuff, but I'm trying to kind of turn some of them into little leaders and uh, doing, doing their thing and slowly over time. But I think that's really, really powerful. And, and the other thing you said there. Uh, gosh, you know, I think about all the times that now I've been running this agency for like five years. Right. And there's so many times where I'm, I feel insane. I'm, I'm crazy. I got a lot going on. Um, but then something, uh, happens where I need to somebody there's, there's business to be had. And now if I'm in the weeds and I'm doing all the daily tasks and I'm working on projects and I'm working team stuff, and I don't have that time set aside or the ability to give something to somebody else to do so I can go out and get this business. That's that's a, that's a, you're gonna have a huge impact on your revenue and sales. And there's so many times where I'm 
Like I have like two, three proposals to put together. I need this time. And, but, but I'm sucked into this thing over here that's happened in the past. But I, I try to personally in my business, try to make sure I have enough room in my, in my days to do those other things um, that I'm not constantly scrambling. And, uh, and plus, you know, burnout, you know, avoiding burnout is another big thing I'm hearing you talk to is the fact that, you know, you can get caught up in all these things and constantly go, 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 but maybe three in the afternoon, you need a break. And if you got things set up right, you can take that break and not be stressed about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it really is, again, not even finding the room to do the proposals, but just being set up for success so that it's, it's just, and one of the other things with the super toolkit too, is it constantly compresses what you and compress. Actually, I have to think of a different word because that makes it sound like it gets squashed. But what happens is the bandwidth on your calendar is always increasing. So you want to always be having more and more space on your calendar because in the case of my book, okay, great. Well, now let's write the second book. So where's that time going to come from? So we always have to sort of be moving things down the assembly line saying, okay, we do this, we do it regularly. It takes less time and not just less time for me, but less time for my team. Because when I start that second book, there's going to be responsibilities that fall into different people that, oh, they have to do this or they have to help with that. So they're going to need more bandwidth, right? So it's really important to just not trying to be white knuckling it. Also, when I work with all these hundreds of entrepreneurs, one of the things I noticed that they all fall into one of five categories. And so we developed this personality power quiz. And I think uh -huh. you'd have a lot of fun. Everyone should try it. It takes like 30 seconds. You get really powerful, customized results. And people tell me all the time, like, oh my gosh, that's so me, right? And whether you're a jugglerama, perfectionizer, rushaholic, I mean, I'm a recovering rushaholic, it really shows your superpower and then also where, you know, for every strength there's a weakness, where your kryptonite is. So you want to know that about yourself before you start working with a team as well. But to the power of the team is, and a team could be one person, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of small teams. I'm not talking about five or 10 people. So when you have a team, it's so, you know, here's a quick example. Somebody came to me and Listen, it happens. I shouldn't be saying it out loud because I don't encourage it. But lots of times when people want to meet with me the first time to start to get into the winner's circle, sometimes they miss that first appointment with me because their hair is on fire, the calendar's out of control, what have you. Now we work with those type of people for sure. And we definitely work with people like yourself that have a team, but they want to take it from, you know, high school superstar to Olympic athlete, right? So in this case, she missed the first appointment. That happens. She missed the second appointment. All right, we're done. Because who's the fool? I'm not showing up for a third time. And she begged me to please meet with her. She really needed my help. And I'm like, all right, so let's do this. So we met with her and she would be, it, I think one of her videos is actually on my website. It's just a raw video of her talking in one of her coaching sessions. And so you can, you can see her talk about it. And she was like, oh my gosh, Chris, like, you know, my hair is on fire. Everything's out of control. I'm exhausted. You know, she wasn't sleeping, everything. And we, she had one or two people that she then was always rotating staff and firing. It wasn't working out. So we got her someone for like, again, five US dollars an hour. And we got, came out of our, you know, our leadership program and all this other stuff. Well, all of a sudden she would be the first it's on video on the website to tell you that her income quadrupled four times increase and that her hours cut down like 
insane. Like from working 60 hours a week down to like 30. And within the year, she was on a trip to Costa Rica for a month with no Wi-Fi, no phone, no emailing. And that person we found for her was dealing with all the things that need to be to maintain the company. So there's just so much potential and you don't have to be white knuckling it and managing and saying, well, I work a lot, but I'm not burning out. I'm doing all these things. There's just an easier way. And it takes time, right? I mean, you're, if you're, I mean, if you're starting out a business, you're probably going to be putting in more time, right? And you're going to get to this point where you're like, okay, I've reached a point where I need somebody and I need to add somebody. You might not be able to do it even financially in the beginning. And then you can start investing in. I would argue, I would argue you can't afford not to. Here, well, here's the reality. We don't traditionally work with brand new businesses. We tend to serve those who have been in business okay. like five, 10 years, just because you know, they're just working so hard and they thought they'd be further along gotcha, at this time. But gotcha. we're talking $5 an hour. That's like a coffee, right? And I thought for the longest time, Matt, that I thought, well, once I, way back many years ago, climbing the mountain, I thought, well, once I, once I get to a certain point of success, once I bring in a certain revenue, once I do, well, like there's all these, right. once I get to, then I'll start building a team. Well, you're not going to get where you want without that team. And if you think of any business in the history of success. Steve Jobs in the garage did not do it himself. Mm -hmm. And now we can afford help that we couldn't afford before. So being, it be, I mean, five, if somebody helps you 20 hours a week, my gosh, what they could take off your plate. And we're talking five bucks an hour for 20 hours. Like that's crazy. You can't afford that. And if you can't afford a VA, then you really need a VA. <laughs> yeah. Cause then you need that VA to be taking care of stuff so you can go, go out and get yeah, business. Get business so, right. So I, I stand tall on that one, that it, it really isn't a matter of time waiting. Hmm. Interesting. I was, it reminds me of, I don't know why I'm remembering conversations today. My, my, my brain is just firing on all cylinders today. Uh, we were talking about marketing too. I was, I was, I don't remember who I was talking to about that. Like, I don't think marketing is a choice. I think this, everyone should be, you don't have time for marketing. That's kind of how you're going to grow your business and do your thing. Um, but all this is about growth. Right. I mean, you're not going if, if you have a vision for your business, and you want to get somewhere where like for me, you know, this I have this idea of the size of my agency and where I'm going to be in five, 10 years. I mean, to get there, I have to have a team. I have to build a team and leaders within and all of that stuff. And uh, but I that's interesting. I think I mean, now knowing that who you work with makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, starting out, they've, they've been going for five, 10 years and maybe on their own and yet it's time for an intervention. <laughs> you need help. But, um, yeah, so, uh, so you keep talking about $5 an hour. What it, cause I have an international team, so I mm -hmm. have some savings there, although, you know, I have the, also the dream to, you know, to build my U S team. Uh, but um, so you're, mu I, I'm assuming you're talking about maybe international, um, VAs or what are we talking about here? Yeah, you definitely were talking about like, listen, let's say in the Philippines over there, minimum wage is like $10 a day. Right. And so what happens is you're also changing lives. So when I hire someone from over there for five bucks an hour, that is something that, you know, oh my gosh, me or my clients can totally afford. And for them, it turns them into a breadwinner because they, they're a significant 
it, that's a significant income for over there, right? So now I have in, some in-house team too. What I found was I had my in-house team first. And then when I, you know, started outsourcing or bringing, and I use the word outsourcing because that's a key term, but you know, I don't think of these people as outsourcer. They are very much part of my team and I rely heavily on mm -hmm. them, right? But for the sake of understanding, yes, outsourcing. So, but what happens is then you can afford to be giving your in-house staff raises or, you know, back before we had outsourcing, like, oh my gosh, let's say I, I just couldn't keep on top of the video editing I had to do for whatever platform. So then you'd have to have another desk or you'd have to have, okay, I need to have enough hours in this project so that I can hire somebody part-time because they're not going to come in for two hours a week, right? And so then you start giving them other responsibilities that are not in their zone of genius. And so they're dropping the ball on that. So it's a really, it's, I mean, it's a magical time to be in business. Like it, the options are endless. If you know, we have like a 90% retention rate for the people that we bring on for our clients in the winter circle. So hiring is a whole thing on its own. And then if you do get a fantastic hire, you have to know how to keep that hire. You have to yeah. know how to give them a place that they can be excited about and grow and then you not burn them out or minimize them, their capabilities with mundane tasks and just throwing admin work at them, right? So how do you train them in, to turn them into leaders? So it's a whole thing on its yeah. own while you're delivering your marketing services. It's a whole nother thing. Yeah, and people, and that that is definitely a, a, a really valuable service that you can provide people uh, I, that you're doing. Because it took me years. I mean, I I hired um, my first uh, person from the Philippines back in the 2000s and for another project, another business, another time, <laughs> another life, and um, and and that stuck with me though. I learned about that, and and um, and then so when I started this agency, it was natural for me to gravitate. I have I have a team that's split between the Philippines and I have India, so, uh, so Indian and, and Philippines and. Um, and they're just dynamic. And I think one of the things that people just should know is that you can find amazing people everywhere. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and like you said, we live in an amazing times. You couldn't have done this uh, years ago. I mean, now you can yeah. get help from anywhere. Um, yeah. And especially if it's remote work and stuff. Like for me, I do web design development. You know, I have an in-house marketing team that distributes and helps me even with this podcast, creates my clips for me and does all that stuff. And, um, and I, I don't know what I would do without them. For me, it was, you know, when I started to hire, it was after only a couple of years, I, I started to get contracts that um, required me to have people and required, you know, dedicated resources. And then there was a point where I was at that point where I was doing a lot of admin stuff and I realized, okay, it's time for me to have a VA to take some of that off my plate. And, um, but it's, it's enabled me to do so much more. Um, I would have had to say no to, you know, I don't even know. I don't like saying no, first of all. <laughs> I don't like saying no to business. Of course we can do that. Uh, let me find a resource. Now I can say that. But if it was just me, I can't, you know, I would lose that business. I'm, I can't do it. I'm too busy. You know, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. And there's a, there is a lot to it. There's a lot to it in terms of hiring. Um, once you're established, you know, like for me, I find now I, it's easier for me to find people cause I can just tap their network. Do you know anybody? <laughs> so once you build it, it's sustainable. So that's really good. So 
And, and I do want to hire a U.S. team. That's a big leap, though, for me now to build a U.S. team because it's a little more costly. So, but it'll, it will happen. Um, so what? So what else? So what else? We we have we have team building. Uh, we talked about productivity a little bit. You said something about time management. I said I don't think you said there. It's about time management, though. No, it's more about energy management. Energy so management. what you want to have is you just want to be as clear and as focused as you can through all the sectors of your day, not just racing time. It's like, okay, because we confuse time management with how can I get more done? How can I be more productive? So it's really not about being more productive and you, you know, it's about getting more output. And how do you do that? By being as, you know, clear headed and calm and out of the chaos and having clarity and be able to do a deep dive on something you have to work on at three o'clock in the afternoon with a creative element versus by that time you're starting to peter out. So, you know, we talk about time management sometimes too, because again, it's a stellar keyword, but really it's a misnomer. You can't manage time. We all have the same amount of time, but you can manage your energy, scale your business, increase your revenue and increase your output. So when you talk about energy, what do you, you just, where you're putting that energy each day and, and making sure you get good sleep? So you have the energy or that you have the ability to start your work day refreshed yeah. and leave fresh, right? You know, instead of depleting your resources, instead of trying to grind it out and trying to fight the burnout or yeah. trying to, you know, you got all guns a blazing or you got too many, you know, burners on and things are just constantly being juggled. So you, you know, you're like, Oh, I'm doing this noble thing. I'll just come in earlier tomorrow. I'll just go for harder or faster or whatever. And you're, you're not, producing the best that you can for yourself or if you have a team for your team and for your clients. So it's about having, you know, you don't show up to compete at the Olympics hungover and tired. That's not where you, oh, that's going to get my best results. But yet so many of us, I did this for years too, thinking, oh, I could just push through the tired. You don't know how much I care. But the reality is you're still, in my book, I talk about how, you know, I, my computer burnt out. And when I took them to the, to the tech, they're like, listen, you, you don't shut your computer down. It's not sleeping. It's exhausted. You, you killed your computer. It's, it's tired. <laughs> Talk about burnt out. And I was thinking, my Lord, I was going to bed. I'd get off the computer back in the day and I'd hop into bed really quickly in five minutes to try to rush sleep. And cause I don't relax, let's just get sleep and wake back up and crawl to the computer. And I never shut the computer down because it might take five minutes in the morning to reboot. Who has the time? So I wasn't getting as much sleep as the computer and it was fried. And we all have that mentality because we think it's part of, you know, how much we care, but it, it's, it's not serving you or anything. So sleep is a really big part of this. I mean, I, when we're younger, you know, I remember when I was younger, 20 years ago, when I was first doing stuff online and I'd stay up all night working on a promotion or, you know, get a couple hours of sleep and get back up and do my thing. And I, I, I'm older now. I can't do that anymore. But, but one of the things I think that's helped me is I, I kind of onboard this thing called cir the circadian rhythm. Is that, am I saying that right? Mm. Uh, where I, yeah. I try to go to bed at the same time every night, same routine and get up naturally in the morning. I don't even... Usually I have an alarm, but I'm usually waking around that time regardless. And every day, even through the weekends, that's, it never changes. And I think that's had a really, really positive impact on my energy throughout the day. I still have some days when we get a little tired or burned out if I've been going nonstop. But, um, 
but it's it's uh, it, it's had a huge impact. And and one of the things I try not to do. It's so easy to say, you know, I got all this. I got this project I got to do, or this thing's got to get out. Maybe if I just wake up a little bit earlier, maybe like an hour earlier. Yeah. Yeah, and that throws yeah. everything off. Then your productivity goes right out the door because the rest of the day you're dragging. And yeah, so I, I think for me, and maybe and I'm sure you agree, is, you know, sleep is probably, I don't know, it feels like it's at the core of everything. That's where everything starts is getting good sleep to have that energy. Um, yep, 100%. So what are, what are the concepts um, that um, that I've... I don't know if I've learned recently, but, and, and I think it, it's just naturally worked for me too. I, you know, you talk about going from what, 16 hours to like six, is that what you said? Something yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. And I talked to, we had somebody who, he, he was a millionaire. He was a millionaire something. That's, he had, that was his title on the podcast. And, but he, he had this thing where he only worked a few hours a day. I don't know if it was two or four hours a day. And mm-hmm. he said, when he went to that, like it forces him to be hyper productive in those in those time frames, and then the rest of the time he's got his life. He relaxes. He you know has pl- you know that's that. Do you so somebody that ha- is working twelve hours a day? Uh, are they spending those twelve hours a day being hyper productive, and uh, or could they compress that and be more focused, more productive on average? Is is that how does can you speak to that a little bit? So compress again sounds like an aggressive word. I use it myself. And what I would say is that's where people give a pushback and they'll say, well, I would rather take more time and relax and enjoy this, or I need to slow down and be creative. And so I don't want to be rushing through. So I don't, it's not about saying, oh, I'm hyper productive for those four hours. Mm. You can still be you can produce really important and effective results in a very calm fashion, writing content in a leisurely way when you're set up for success. So that's where you get the pushback and somebody says, oh, I'd rather come in Sunday and relax and work on this and it's not really work because I'm taking this course. I'm going to really build this content and do all these things. And because they hear somebody like that say, oh, no, I, you know, I don't sleep much and I work really hard for four hours and then I have the rest of the day off. But that still really sounds exhausting and aggressive. So, no, I'm not leaning into that either. It's, it's just like having something you like doing, you can do it in a very relaxed fashion and yield big results and make more money. So it's more about how you construct and use that time rather than yeah. just going yes. boom, 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 boom. Yes. And doing everything that you would do in the 16 hours in just that tiny little time frame. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that clarity. That sounds way more up my alley. (laughs) I like, I'm kind of laid back. I don't like to go boom, 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 boom. No, Um, I'm not suggesting. Yeah. 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 Um, And so what else can we talk about here regarding to productivity? Maybe we'll start landing here, landing our our plane uh, and and start to whatever analogy I'm trying to come up with on the fly. Uh, where, what other tips? Do you have a couple more tips for people that are, maybe they're burned out and then we can talk a little bit about what you do and how you help people. And, and maybe you, you threw a few things out here like winter circles and stuff. We'll talk about that too, a little bit, uh, what that all means. Um, but yeah, maybe one or two tips that, that can help somebody that's in, in the trenches, completely burned out, working 16 hours. Yeah. A day. So, what I would say is, here's the deal. If you just learn one thing from me is that your business should support your life, not consume it, right? That's it. That's the game changer. So, I mean, literally, 
that's why I have the winner circle. I could spend months and months turning things around for you. And, 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 and when you work with us, one of the fascinating things is my clients say is you other coaches, other people that you deal with, like they give you homework and assignments. And, and for my clients every week, they, they get time back. They, they're like, Oh no, we don't have action items to do. We, every week I get more time instead of more work from this course, I get more time. So it's really just understanding your business should support your life instead of consuming it. That's it. And that you are supposed to be, you know, rested, alert, clear headed and being calm and having clarity of vision is your strength, not something that comes once you reach a certain level of plateau, right? That's just not it. So, so there's so many things to talk about, but just understand that it's not a business unless you know what, if you are in bed for a week, you know, with a flu and everything comes to a yielding stop, you are painfully self-employed. And there's some other things you can do a quick thing. Take our quiz. You can see it at www.freegift, free, F-R-R-E, gift, G-I-F-T from Chris, K-R-I-S.com. And in there, take the quiz and, you know, people love finding out what their power personality is and it gives you customized results instantly. And it really helps you with some things that you can do and some takeaways right away. And so that's step one. That would just be really helpful. And, you know, you have some fun and take it from there. I like the idea of the personality test because, you know, you talk to a lot of different entrepreneurs, business people. We all have different personalities. I don't know what mine is. Mine's a little crazy and off, off the charts. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's because then you, you, I assume then you take that and you can help guide them towards you know, or speak to them from that perspective and give them the right advice uh, rather than just broad, you know, broad brush of this is, this is what you do, not taking that in consideration, which is probably less impactful. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, well, it's great getting to know you, Chris, and uh, thank you for sharing all your productivity tips today. Um, uh, we can all, we can all learn from this and it's been amazing. Um, Thank you very much. Until next time. Thank you. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, please subscribe if you haven't already and give us a thumbs up if we deserve it. If you want to comment on this episode's page, provide me with requests on topics for future episodes, or inquire about being a guest, please find your way to thebuilders.fm. You can contact me there or add a comment under these show notes. Now a word from our sponsor. My agency, Unified Web Design. We build custom websites, features, we maintain websites, we work with agencies to fulfill their web design and development needs, and more. If you're interested in our services or are looking for an agency to work with as a partner to build awesome sites for your clients, feel free to reach out to me at unifiedwebdesign.com. There's a handy contact me link at the top, fill out that form and it will open a ticket and that ticket will find its way to me. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.